Section 18 of the Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 8. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of a Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 8, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton, 1821-1890. Section 18. When it was the eight hundred and thirty-second night, she continued, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that when Khalifa the fisherman had cast his net sundry times into the stream, yet it brought up not, he pondered his case and improvised the verses aforequoted. Then he said in his mind, I will make one more cast, trusting in Allah, who haply will not disappoint my hope. So he rose and threw the net, and waited a full hour, after which time he pulled at it, and, finding it heavy, handled it gently, and drew it in, little by little, till he got it ashore, when, lo and behold, he saw in it a one-eyed, lame-legged ape. Seeing this, quoth Khalifah, there is no majesty, and there is no might, save in Allah. Verily we are Allah's, and to him we are returning." What meaneth this heart-breaking, miserable ill-luck and hapless fortune? What is come to me this blessed day? But all this is of the destinies of Almighty Allah. Then he took the ape and tied him with a cord to the tree which grew on the river-bank, and grasping a whip he had with him, raised his arm in the air, thinking to bring down the scourge upon the quarry, when Allah made the ape speak with a fluent tongue, saying, O Khalifa, hold thy hand, and beat me not, but leave me bounden to this tree, and go down to the river, and cast thy net, confiding in Allah, for he will give thee thy daily bread. Hearing this, Khalifa went down to the river, and casting his net, let the cords run out. Then he pulled it in, and found it heavier than before so he ceased not to tug at it till he brought it to land, when, behold, there was another ape in it, with front teeth wide apart, coal-darkened eyes, and hands stained with henna dyes, and he was laughing, and he wore a tattered waistcloth about his middle. Quoth Khalifah, Praised be Allah, who hath changed the fish of the river into apes. Then, going up to the first ape, who was still tied to the tree, he said to him, See, O unlucky, how fulsome was the counsel thou gavest me! None but thou made me light on this second ape, and for that thou gavest me good morrow with thy one eye and thy lameness, I am become distressed and weary, without durham or dinar. So saying, he hent in his hand a stick, and flourishing it thrice in the air, was about to come down with it upon the lame ape, when the creature cried out for mercy, and said to him, I conjure thee by Allah, spare me for the sake of this, my fellow, and seek of him thy need, for he will guide thee to thy desire. So he held his hand from him, and throwing down the stick, went up and stood by the second ape, who said to him, O Khalifah, this my speech will profit thee not, except thou hearken to what I say to thee. But and thou do my bidding, and cross me not, I will be the cause of thine enrichment. 
asked Khalifah, "'and what hast thou to say to me, that I may obey there therein?' The ape answered, "'Leave me bound on the bank, and hie thee down the river, then cast thy net a third time, and after I will tell thee what to do.' So he took his net, and going down to the river, cast it once more, and waited a while. Then he drew it in, and finding it heavy, labored at it, and ceased not his travail, until he got it ashore, where he found in it yet another ape, but this one was red, with a blue waistcloth about his middle, his hands and feet were stained with henna, and his eyes blackened with coal. When Khalifah saw this, he exclaimed, Glory to God the Great! Extolled be the perfection of the Lord of Dominion! Verily, this is a blessed day from first to last. Its ascent was fortunate in the countenance of the first ape, and the scroll is known by a superscription. Verily to-day is the day of apes. There is not a single fish left in the river, and we are come out to-day but to catch monkeys. Then he turned to the third ape, and said, And what thing art thou also, O unlucky? Quoth the ape, Dost thou not know me, O Khalifah? And quoth he, Not I. The ape cried, I am the ape of Abu al-Sadat, the Jew, the Shroff, asked Khalifah. And what dost thou for him? And the ape answered, I give him good morrow at the first of the day, and he gaineth five ducats, and again at the end of the day I give him good even, and he gaineth another five ducats. Whereupon Khalifah turned to the first ape, and said to him, See, O unlucky, what fine apes other folks have! As for thee, thou givest me good morrow, with thy one eye, and thy lameness, and thy ill-omened fizz, and I become poor and bankrupt and hungry. So saying, he took the cattle-stick, and flourishing it thrice in the air, was about to come down on it, on the first ape, when Abu al-Sadat's ape said to him, Let him be, O Khalifah, hold thy hand, and come hither to me, that I may tell thee what to do. So Khalifah threw down the stick, and walking up to him cried, And what hast thou to say to me, O monarch of all monkeys? replied the ape. Leave me and the other two apes here, and take thy net, and cast it into the river, and whatever cometh up, bring it to me, and I will tell thee what shall gladden thee. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say. When it was the eight hundred and thirty-third night, she pursued, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that the ape of Abu al-Sadat said to Khalifah, Take thy net, and cast it into the river, and whatever cometh up, bring it to me, and I will tell thee what shall gladden thee. He replied, I hear and obey, and took the net, and gathered it on his shoulder, reciting these couplets. When straightened is my breast, I will of my Creator pray, who may and can the heaviest weight lighten in easiest way. For ere man's glance can turn, or close his eye by God his grace, waxeth the broken whole, and yieldeth jail its prison prey. Therefore, with Allah one and all of thy concerns commit, 
whose grace and favor men of wit shall never more gainsay. And also these twain. Thou art the cause that castest men in ban and bane, sorrow e'en so, and sorrow's cause thou canst assain. Make me not covet aught that lies beyond my reach, how many a greedy wight his wit hath failed to gain. Now, when Khalifa had made an end of his verse, he went down to the river, and casting his net, waited a while, after which he drew it up, and found therein a fine young fish, with a big head, a tail like a ladle, and eyes like two gold pieces. When Khalifa saw this fish, he rejoiced, for he had never in his life caught its like, so he took it, marvelling, and carried it to the ape of Abu al-Sadat the Jew, as twere he had gotten possession of the universal world. Quoth the ape, O Khalifa, what wilt thou do with this and with thine ape? And quoth the fisherman, I will tell thee, O monarch of monkeys, all I am about to do. Know then that first I will cast about to make away with yonder accursed, my ape, and take thee in his stead, and give thee every day to eat of whatso thou wilt, rejoined the ape. Since thou hast made choice of me, I will tell thee how thou shalt do wherein, if it please Allah Almighty, shall be the mending of thy fortune. Lend thy mind, then, to what I say to thee, and tis this. Take another cord, and tie me also to a tree, where leave me, and go to the midst of the dyke, and cast thy net into the tigris. Then after waiting a while, draw it up, and thou shalt find therein a fish, then, which thou never sawst a finer in thy whole life, bring it to me, and I will tell thee how thou shalt do after this. So Khalifah rose forthright, and casting his net into the tigris, drew up a great catfish, the bigness of a lamb. Never had he set eyes on its like, for it was larger than the first fish. He carried it to the ape, who said to him, Gather thee some green grass, and set half of it in a basket. Lay the fish therein, and cover it with the other moiety. Then, leaving us here tied, shoulder the basket, and betake thee to Baghdad. If any bespeak thee, or question thee by the way, answer him not, but fare on till thou comest to the market street of the money-changers, at the upper end whereof thou wilt find the shop of Master, Abu al-Sadat the Jew. Shake off the shroffs, and wilt see him sitting on a mattress with a cushion behind him and two coffers, one for gold and one for silver, before him, while around him stand his mamelukes and negro slaves and servant lads. Go up to him, and set the basket before him, saying, O Abu al-Sadat, verily I went out to-day to fish, and cast my net in thy name, and Allah Almighty sent me this fish. He will ask, Hast thou shown it to any but me? And do thou answer, No, by Allah. Then he will take it of thee, and give thee a dinar. Give it him back, and he will give thee two dinars. But do thou return them also, and do so with everything he may offer thee, and take not from him, though he give thee a fish's weight in gold. Then will he say to thee, Tell me what thou wouldst have. And do thou reply, By Allah, I will not sell the fish save for two words, 
he will ask, What are they? And do thou answer, Stand up and say, Bear witness, O ye who are present in this market, that I give Khalifa the fisherman my ape in exchange for his ape, and that I barter for his lot my lot, and luck for his luck. This is the price of the fish, and I have no need for gold. If he do this, I will every day give thee good morrow and good even, and every day thou shalt gain ten dinars of good gold, whilst this one-legged lame-eyed ape shall daily give the Jew good morrow, and Allah shall afflict him every day with an avani, which he must needs pay, nor will he cease to be thus afflicted, till he is reduced to beggary and hath not. Hearken then to my words, so shalt thou prosper and be guided aright. Quoth Khalifa, I accept thy counsel, O monarch of the monkeys. But, as for this unlucky, may Allah never bless him. I know not what to do with him. Quoth the ape, Let him go into the water, and let me go also. I hear and obey, answered Khalifa, and unbound the three apes, and they went down into the river. Then he took up the catfish, which he washed, and then laid it in the basket upon some green grass, and covered it with other, and lastly shouldering his load, set out chanting the following, Moal. Thy case commit to a heavenly lord, and thou shalt safely see. Act kindly through thy worldly life, and live repentance free. Mate not with folk suspected, lest eke thou shouldst suspected be, and from reviling keep thy tongue, lest men revile at thee. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say. When it was the eight hundred and thirty-fourth night, she resumed, It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that Caliphah the fisherman, after ending his song, set out with a basket upon his shoulder, and ceased not faring until he entered the city of Baghdad. And as he threaded the streets, the folk knew him, and cried out to him, saying, What hast thou there, O Caliphah? But he paid no heed to them, and passed on until he came to the market, street of the money-changers, and fared between the shops as the ape had charged him, till he found the Jew seated at the upper end, with his servants in attendance upon him, as if he were a king of the kings of Khorasan. He knew him at first sight, so he went up to him and stood before him, whereupon Abu al-Sadat raised his eyes and recognized him, said, Welcome, O Khalifah, what wantest thou, and what is thy need? If any have missaid thee, or spited thee, tell me, and I will go with thee to the chief of police, who shall do thee justice on him. Replied Khalifah, Nay, as thy head liveth, O chief of the Jews, none hath missaid me. But I went forth this morning to the river, and, casting my net into the tigress on thy luck, brought up this fish. Therewith he opened the basket, and threw the fish before the Jew, who admired it, and said, By the Pentateuch and the Ten Commandments, I dreamt last night that the virgin came to me, and said, Know, O Abu al-Sadat, that I have sent thee a pretty present, and doubtless tis this fish. Then he turned to the Khalifah, and said to him, By thy faith, hath any seen it but I? Khalifah replied, 
No, by Allah and by Abu Bakr the veridical, none hath seen it save thou, O chief of the Jews. Whereupon the Jew turned to one of his lads and said to him, Come, carry this fish to my house, and bid Sada dress it and fry it and broil it, against I make an end of my business, and hie me home. And Kalevah said, Go, O my lad, let thy master's wife fry some of it and broil the rest. Answered the boy, I hear and I obey, O my lord, and taking the fish, went away with it to the house. Then the Jew put out his hand, and gave Khalifa the fisherman a dinar, saying, Take this for thyself, O Khalifa, and spend it on thy family. When Khalifa saw the dinar in his palm, he took it, saying, Laud to the Lord of Dominion, as if he had never seen aught of gold in his life, and went somewhat away, but before he had gone too far, he was minded of the ape's charge, and turning back threw down the ducat, saying, Take thy gold, and give folk back their fish. Dost thou make a laughing-stock of folk? The Jew, hearing this, thought he was jesting, and offered him two dinars upon the other. But Khalifa said, Give me the fish, and no nonsense. How knewest thou I would sell it at this price? Whereupon the Jew gave him two more dinars, and said, Take these five ducats for thy fish, and leave greed. So Khalifa hent the five dinars in his hand, and went away rejoicing, and gazing and marvelling at the gold, and saying, Glory be to God! There is not with the Caliph of Baghdad what is with me to-day. Then he ceased not faring on, until he came to the end of the market street, when he remembered the words of the ape in his charge, and returning to the Jew, threw him back the gold. Quoth he, what aileth thee, O Khalifah? Dost thou want silver in exchange for gold? Khalifah replied, I want nor dirhams nor dinars. I only want thee to give me back folk's fish. With this the Jew waxed wroth and shouted at him, saying, O fisherman, thou bringest me a fish not worth a sequin, and I give thee five for it. Yet art thou not content? Art thou gin-mad? Tell me for how much you will sell it answered Khalifa, I will not sell it for silver nor for gold, only for two sayings thou shalt say me. When the Jew heard speak of the two sayings, his eyes sank into his head, and he breathed hard, and ground his teeth for rage, and said to him, O nail-paring of the Moslems, wilt thou have me throw off my faith for the sake of thy fish, and wilt thou debauch me from my religion, and stultify my belief and my conviction, which I inherited of old from my forebears? Then he cried out to the servants who were waiting, and said, Out on you! Bash me this unlucky rogue's neck, and bastinado him soundly. So they came down upon him with blows, and ceased not bearing him, until he fell beneath the shop. And the Jew said to them, Leave him, and let him rise. Whereupon Khalifah jumped up as if naught ailed him, and the Jew said to him, Tell me what price thou askest for this fish, and I will give it thee, for thou hast gotten but scant good of us this day. Answered the fisherman, Have no fear for me, O master, because of the beating, for I can eat ten donkeys' rations of stick. The Jew laughed at his words, and said, Allah upon thee, tell me what thou wilt have and by the right of my faith I will give it thee. The fisherman replied, Not from thee will remunerate me for this fish save two words whereof I spake. 
And the Jew said, Meseemeth thou wouldst have me become a Muslim? Caliphah rejoined, By Allah, O Jew, and thou Islamized will nor advantage the Muslims nor damage the Jews, and in like manner, and thou hold to thy misbelief, twill nor damage Muslims nor advantage the Jews. But what I desire of thee is that thou rise to thy feet and say, Bear witness against me, O people of the market, that I barter my ape for the ape of Caliphah the fisherman, and my lot for the world for his lot, and my luck for his luck. Quoth the Jew, If this be all thou desirest, twill sit lightly upon me. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say.